0: What if you didn't make every single thing that happened about you and not saying that you're egotistical, but that conversation with mom or that conversation with your sister or the reaction from your coworker or your boss or your friend, if we make every single one of those instances about ourselves, oh my gosh, that is just a breeding ground for anxiety and people pleasing and burnout and all the things you don't want. You're listening to the Thrive and Thread podcast, a sacred soul space for healing, self-love, personal growth, and creativity. I'm your host, Lauren DeVera, a certified life and mindset coach, positive psychology practitioner, choreographer, and founder of The Lion's Den. I teach folks how to reframe their negative thoughts, move from self-doubt to self-trust, make time for what matters, and step boldly into their purpose. So are you with me? Let's do this. Hello again. You are listening to the Thrive and Thread podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren. And today we are talking about how to decrease our daily stress. Now, whenever you're listening to this, this is always applicable. I think we hit the point of burnout when... We haven't been paying attention to the signs that our body is stressed, that maybe we're taking on too much. And so today we're going to talk about how to decrease our stress on a daily basis. And I think it's really important to note that not all stress is bad stress. There's a certain type of stress that motivates us to take action, that helps us stay inspired and stay the course. But the type of stress that we're talking about today is the kind that leads to burnout and can even impact not only our mental health, but our physical health. And so as you know it, almost everyone you know is experiencing some type of stress, whether it's at work or it's relationally or they're planning for a big event in their life. And so I want to name the five common types of stress. You have your physical stress, which can come from working long hours, right, or not having a healthy diet. Then you have your mental stress of my gosh, just trying to keep up with the day's demands and worrying about multiple things and planning multiple things at a given time and navigating all the expectations that are placed on you. And then there's like emotional stress, which can come from like navigating imposter syndrome at work or in your creative life to anxiety or loneliness. And then relational stress. I mean, talking about toxic work dynamics to, you know, even being on social media or, any marital issues partner issues or dealing with our aging parents or children or people in our life who need extra support and then the last bucket of stress which oftentimes gets missed or is invisible is this spiritual stress of feeling lost feeling disconnected from a higher purpose not feeling valued or seen or appreciated or not feeling connected to you know this greater mission in your own life like When you stack all those stresses at the same time and you're carrying those on a daily basis, it's no wonder so many of us feel so tired, depleted, fatigued. And so today I really want to take it to the tangible ways that we can mitigate this stress, decrease this stress, and recognize what's healthy stress versus harmful stress. I'm going to put the disclaimer out that I'm no healthcare professional, I'm not a medical professional, but what I'm sharing with you is stuff that I've learned within my own life through positive psychology, mindful practices, and just learning from other people who are experts within this field. And the first thing that I'm going to share with us today of how to decrease our daily stress is to return to your body or partner with your body. Our body doesn't lie. And it's constantly giving you messages and letting you know what it needs. Now, maybe you're like, what? I don't, I can't really connect with my body. Then I would say a good starting place with that is to just notice your body, right? As a mindfulness practitioner, you can close your eyes, take a few deep breaths and then ask yourself, okay, where in my body am I feeling tension or how is my body feeling today? Every time that I journal, which is more times than often in the morning. I start journaling on how I slept and how I'm feeling in that moment. And just having that awareness of like, okay, Lauren, you feel X, Y, Z, or you feel really tight. Okay, when you have a moment, let's pull out the yoga mat and do a couple vinyasas or sun salutations. Or, okay, it's really important that maybe we go on a longer walk with Titan today. Titan's my my dog. But asking our bodies like how it's actually doing, starting there, starting with the the foundational Steps of how to take good care of ourselves is with all the things that we already know. How are you sleeping? How's your diet lately? Are you moving your body? But asking your body, what do they need? is a great starting point. If we can just start every single day with, like, okay, what do you need? Then that's probably going to eliminate some of the things that are going to trickle into the rest of the day, right? Because stress is constantly accumulating. Studies have shown that how we feel in a given moment is a result of what we've done in the last 72 hours. So even if you had eight hours of sleep last night and you wake up extremely tired today, it's probably from whatever you did on the weekend or days prior to that. And so how can we decrease daily stress is return to the body Whatever that is, maybe you're like, wow, I really should book that appointment for the massage, or wow, I really should make an effort to go to yoga class this week, just as a way to connect with your vessel, the vessel that's carrying you through every single day, and that is carrying the stress, the trauma, and everything that you've been through. Secondly, is this is easier said than done, but it's to let go of attachment to outcomes. And what I mean by that is, is there's only so much you can plan, right? You can plan the perfect day. You can plan the perfect launch. You can plan, 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 plan. But as we've known, life is going to continue to life and operate in a way that it's going to operate. Nature's going to take its course. And so yes, plan and be prepared, but there needs to be an air of openness and flexibility to whatever that outcome is right? So an example is I can only promote the lion's den so much. We can only promote it as much as we can. We can do the right things to get it out there. We send our newsletter. We do our Instagram posts. We're on Facebook, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, I cannot control the number of people that are walking into the studio. And so I release this attachment to that outcome. That doesn't mean I'm not working towards the outcome, but I don't have this like oh my gosh, like white knuckling my way through my business, right? Same thing with coaching. It's the same thing with this podcast. I can plan the perfect podcast episode, but I can't control how many ears it's going to land on, right? All I can control is how I show up on the mic and the consistency at which I release the podcast. So when I bring my attention to what I actually can control, it leaves room for spontaneity, it leaves room for possibility, it leaves room for even excitement. I get excited to see, okay, how many people are gonna listen to this episode, what's gonna resonate. So if you have something big coming up, maybe it's a presentation, maybe it's a proposal, a performance, an event, whatever it is, Do your best to plan what's within control. But I promise you, if you can start to release your grip on this pressure to have it come out a certain way, you're actually going to enjoy the process more, right? Because this is not even just about decreasing our stress. It's about increasing our levels of joy and freedom. Like we all know certain people in our life where they just look like they never stress about anything. Like they probably have no gray hairs or whatever, And it's because it's kind of this air of like, okay, I've done what I can do, and I'm just leaving it up to the universe. I'm leaving it up to God, and I'm gonna trust that it's all gonna work out no matter what. Another way that you can decrease your daily stress is to monitor, manage what you consume. Okay. Social media, I mean, anything's possible, anything can show up on social media. So every time you open that Instagram app, every time you open up Twitter, every time you open up Facebook, whatever app you're on, you're getting pulled into another world. And what you may not know is that your brain is constantly making decisions when you open up social media. You're deciphering or discerning whether this content is worthy of you to keep watching, whether to hit the like button, whether to swipe left, swipe right, whether to, you know, comment on it. Like those are all micro, micro decisions that your brain is making. And it's no wonder, again, that we're mentally tired if we're starting our day on social media. And I'm not saying I'm not guilty of that. I definitely am. It's so easy to open up the Instagram app when I'm still laying in bed because I used my phone to, you know, turn off the alarm. But we have to notice, okay, how am I feeling when I'm getting on social media? How am I feeling when I'm consuming this content? Do I feel more inspired to take action or do I feel heavy or do I feel depleted? This is not to negate that we should stay informed, especially in the times that we're living in, considering what's happening in the world right now. It's important to stay informed so that we can support our community and do what's needed. But if it's getting to the point that it's impacting your ability to focus, to get things done, then yeah, maybe we need to chill on what we're consuming. The fourth step on how to decrease daily stress is to go to sleep with a sense of closure, completion, peace, right? How often are you going to bed at night carrying with you whatever happened that day, the day before, and then you wake up the next morning and you're feeling that emotional residue. I've definitely been there a few times. There have been moments in my life where it was really hard to let go of something that happened and I would just be sad for kind of these longer periods of time or upset or anxious and This is easier said than done depending on your situation and what's happening in your life. But let's say it's something that you can release. Maybe it's a comment from a coworker. Maybe it's a conversation that went kind of awkward or you know it's just it's always the small things right that if you're anything like me you can kind of just start to overthink and start to spiral and and keep replaying it right that definitely dips into anxiety and overthinking which then leads to stress so how can you manage those thoughts how can we make sure that we're ending the day with a sense of completion Do you need to journal about it? Do you need to call your best friend or your sister and process what happened that day so that you can feel a sense of completion, right? Because oftentimes we're just carrying it around with us, expecting it to kind of, you know, dissipate on its own, but it, it takes intentionality. And what I wanted to mention earlier when we were talking about the body is moving your body is so important to decreasing stress because you're literally moving this energy, The energy from those Zoom calls, the energy from the meetings, like whatever it is, movement will help you move this through your body so that you can feel a sense of ease and return to this state of calm. You've heard that saying of never go to bed angry. You know, that's not saying like, hey, don't acknowledge that these emotions are present but how can we be with those emotions, right? It's, I've, I've said this before, but there is more suffering when we try to not sit with these uncomfortable emotions. So if we can let those emotions pass through us, right? Emotion means energy and motion. If we can be with it, notice it, sit with it, there is a deeper sense of centeredness because we've acknowledged that This emotion is present, and I don't need to necessarily change it, and I can be with it, and there's this tenderness that comes with it. When I think about stress, I envision most of us just being really hard on ourselves and beating ourselves up, which is just making it worse and harder to navigate. But if we can bring that tenderness, that gentleness that you would with a kid or someone else outside of you then you can return to that state of feeling grounded, all right? My next step for decreasing daily stress is don't take it personal. (laughs) Pulling that from Don Miguel Ruiz's book, The Four Agreements, and it's these four agreements of basically how to live an empowered life and how to experience more liveliness and joy, which is what we're all about here at Thrive and Thread, and it's not easy, to not take things personal, but what if you didn't make every single thing that happened about you? And not saying that you're egotistical, but that conversation with mom or that conversation with your sister or the reaction from your coworker or your boss or your friend, if we make every single one of those instances about ourselves, oh my gosh, that is just a breeding ground for anxiety and people-pleasing and burnout. And all the things you don't want. And so when I say don't take it personal, again, it's not saying don't feel the emotions that come up for you, right? A lot of our emotions are automatic. You can't help that. But what you can do is pause and ask yourself, okay, was this personal? Or what was this person actually trying to say? Or if I really don't know, you can always ask them, right? And even beyond just relationships, Let's say you get a rejection letter. Let's say something doesn't work out in your favor or someone declines something from you. Yes, allow for that moment to be upset, to be sad, you know, whatever emotion is present for you, but then take a step back and be like, okay, what can I do next? Or how can this inform how I approach this next time? What's the lesson here? right? And all of these things that I'm presenting to you, obviously, you may not think about that in that moment. But over the course of time and and doing more inner work and more mindfulness practices, you can start to be aware sooner so that you can decrease that stress quicker. Okay? I get it. I get it. Like when life is lifing or if... (laughs) all the things that are happening in our daily life, I want you to know that I'm not saying this is easy, but it is possible. And another way to decrease your daily stress is to simply lighten your load. Stress accumulates, overwhelm accumulates when we have more things on our plate than we actually have the capacity for, okay? So have you taken on too many projects? Have you made too many commitments? Are you saying yes all the time when you actually don't even want to? So take a look at your calendar. How can we offload some of these things to other people? Or can they be eliminated altogether? Maybe you're in a weekly meeting that you actually don't need to be in. Maybe you're saying yes to this weekly social event that you actually don't even want to be at. A follow up question to this is How much time are you carving out for you? Time to decompress, to refuel, to rest, to, how about this, do nothing, right? And doing nothing is actually very productive because it helps you show up for the rest of your week and everything else that your life needs you to show up for. So lighten the load. What can be delegated, automated, eliminated? Saved for a later time, maybe. Maybe this isn't the season for this project. Maybe this isn't the season for you to be in this class if you're already very stressed. And my last tip for you today is to do what Taylor Swift said shake it off. (laughs) I know, I'm very corny. That song reminds me of my niece. When that song first came out, she was obsessed with it. Uh, Shout out to Jasmine. But shake it off, literally shake it off. You can turn on your best Spotify playlist. You can stand and just shake out your limbs, starting with your hands, your wrists, your arms, lifting up your heels, and kind of looking like a, a solo dance party. This will reset your nervous system, this system that carries important messages back and forth between the body and your brain. And I have a episode that's linked in the show notes where... I walk you through a couple practices on how to self-soothe and co-regulate. When stress arises, our body's natural response will be activation or go into fight or flight mode. And oftentimes, we don't know where to land as far as finding safety within our own body because we haven't cultivated that practice or the capacity. And so we cannot get rid of stress altogether. We can minimize it. And we can also create a bigger capacity to be with it, which has been a common theme in today's episode is about being with what's present. And that is the essence of mindfulness. That is the essence of thriving in our daily life, right? That's why the name of this show is called Thrive and Thread. Thriving is not about the absence of pain or the absence of hardship or stress, It's about learning to be with it. And a huge part of that is being able to regulate your nervous system and get yourself to a state of feeling safety within your own body. Okay, I hope this was fruitful for you. Let's quickly recap the seven ways to decrease daily stress. Number one, returning to your body, asking what it needs. Number two, letting go of outcomes or trying to control situations. Number three managing what you consume. Number four, going to sleep with a sense of closure or completion. Number five, don't take it personal. Number six, lighten your load. And number seven, which was shake it off and all the beautiful things that come with just moving your body and and being with your body. I'm so excited for the rest of this season. If this episode resonated with you, please share it. Tag us on social media. And if you want to stay connected, if you want to get coached by me or get on the wait list for Roots to Fruits next cohort, which is happening in 2024, please visit all the links in the show notes. And if you've got questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm sending you love, keeping you and keep shining. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Thrive and Thread with your host, Lauren DeVera. Yay for making time for self-care and some mindset love on over to lauren-devera.com to learn more about our thriving community, our movement and wellness offerings, and one-on-one coaching. Be sure to stay connected by following us on Thrive and Thread on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you love today's episode, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this with a friend or loved one. We'd love for more people to learn more about our show. But until next time, keep being you and keep shining.